Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and welcome to my vlog. So first of all, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who participated in my headshot photography workshop in New York City. Um, I had a fantastic time over there. I've met amazing photographers and this entire uh, workshop was simply blast for me and I hope everyone who was there um, also enjoyed it the same way I've, I've enjoyed it. And this, the New York City is an amazing place. Uh, it's such an amazing energy and um, I, I'm just so thankful I was able to, to, to go there and be there for uh, a few days and actually absorb some of this cool stuff from, from, from this place. So thank you again. Um, I'm, just, I'm not gonna mention any names, but you guys know um, everyone who was there. Um, thank you again for, for joining this whole thing and I so appreciate it that you know, this whole thing um, basically uh, could happen. So, so thank you for that. So today's vlog, um, I just wanna talk about something which I already talked many, many times. And um, there's a lot of requests to actually talk even more about it. And um, I decided to do this vlog and then talk about one of the most popular uh, question I've been receiving from, from, from my audience. And I wanna talk about my camera and light settings. Um, there's few things which changed over the last couple of years and I wanna address them and talk about them a little bit more into details. But before I do that, um, I just wanna address a couple of things. Um, settings are only, I would say, one component of creating an image. Um, and I know a lot of photographers um, getting a little bit confused about it because they think if they can copy um, some of the settings from, from, from the headshots, uh, they can get the same results. And this is simply not true. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff involved uh, to make good headshot. Um, it's makeup, it's also retouching. So there's entire process uh, to make, you know, from the beginning to the end. Uh, so settings are one of them, but it's not everything. And I, I wanna make this clear to, to, to a lot of photographers and I wanna address this because I, a lot of things kind of getting confused about it. And I've been getting uh, those crazy emails where people think, well, I've done uh, exactly the same settings and the images don't look the same. Um, also, another thing what I wanna say, and this is also kind of very, very important thing, that um, everything depends on the environment you are in. Um, some of those settings, they don't apply everywhere. You have to just kind of work um, and address them and adjust them a little bit here, a little bit there, just to get the, the results. But again, the environment where you're in, are you shooting inside or outside, there's a windows, there's, there's a lot of, lot of those little uh, things which could um, impact your settings. So this is something that you have to keep in mind whenever you're shooting um, headshots. But there's some other stuff which I just wanna address and talk about it a little bit more because I've been doing kind of the same error for, for many, many years. I couldn't understand it. Um, I had this like, I would say false beliefs uh, put in my head and I just couldn't kind of get rid of them till I just, I don't know, one day some something kind of clicked and then, and, you know, I started doing some of those stuff properly. So I wanna start and I wanna talk about um, F stops. This is something which um, I was confused for for many many years and I think also um, a lot of those manufacturers out there um, they try to I would say push on us that we really need 
fast lenses and we need to have this 2.8 lens because it's 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 better it's faster and the images are greater whatever um, and I was religiously shooting um, f 2.8 for many many years uh, believing that um, I'm gonna get really nice and milky background and, and the shallow field is gonna be beautiful and all this stuff but what happened was um, to, to shooting let's say 160 or 200 mil uh, focal length and having 2.8 f-stops um, the, the 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 area which is sharp is very very narrow and every small movement from you or from your subject put basically your image out of focus and that's what caused a lot of lot of issues because the face on the headshot is the most important thing and whenever you kind of have what let's say half of the face or tip of the nose um, out of focus on one eye whatever if you have your subject turn one or, or the other way um, it's not gonna look good um, and I was struggling with this because what happened was whenever um, I had this headshot sessions half of my images simply went to the garbage because I couldn't use them because they were out of focus and I was struggling with this trying different methods trying to shooting you know for example on the tripod making sure that my subject doesn't move and all this stuff but that was just like making me uncomfortable and making my clients uncomfortable and the simply like solution for this was switching to 3.8 or higher just to make sure everything is sharp and I have a little bit of room to, to play with um, just in case you know someone moves and um, you know Basically, um, there was, there's, there's still kind of placed a little bit of room to play with in case something like this happens. And I didn't know that for so many years, believe it or not, I know it probably sounds stupid, but a year ago, I've been shooting not lower than 3.5. I'm going even higher to, to you know 4.2 or 5.6 to make sure uh, my images are sharp and I can move a little bit here and there and they will be not affecting my images. On the top of that, I wanna add that that definitely is gonna also help you with retouching. Um, if you have um, image where the face is entirely sharp, um, it's much, much easier on retouching. And that's extremely important because you don't wanna have, um, let's say tip of the nose out of focus or partially the face out of focus because that's gonna just, just it's affecting the image and doesn't look good. So just, if you have a lens, which is let's say 4.0 and up, um, it's not as fast, um, don't worry about it. You still can make it, you still can again create um, amazing images. And um, I don't shoot 2.8, even 3.2 anymore. This is actually history and um, it's extremely important to to remember that and don't be kind of confused because shooting on 2.8 is going to just cause you more troubles and more problems than actually it's going to help you so this is one of those things the next thing what i want to talk about is um, shutter speed so this is something which also is quite interesting um, and that's also kind of depends where you're shooting your inside or outside because I'm shooting um, most of my headshot session inside um, I don't shoot high speed sync if people don't know what that is um, you guys can look it up um, it, 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 it's 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 something which 
helps you with shooting outside and when you have a lot of lot of light and you have to kind of uh, boost your uh, shutter speed just to kind of maintain low um, f-stops um, there's there's a lot of videos about it so my rule is is pretty much um, goes this way so whenever let's say I'm shooting 160 mil I'm trying to be around 160 of a second uh, if I'm going up 200 is, is basically one 200 of a second um, but there's there's few important kind of um, facts which kind of go behind it because when you let's say go 160 of a second or lower um, every movement is, is going to be kind of registered and in your image is going to be shaky they're going to be blurry so you have to make sure especially when you're shooting with let's say um, 160 to 100 mil that's something which you have to kind of remember that every small movement uh, is going to be kind of seeing on your images and you have to have to keep um, your shutter speed uh, fairly high to make sure that every movement is, 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 is you're going to be safe to don't kind of affect your images and then a lot of people forget about it um, I was one of them for many many years so nowadays I'm trying to kind of again keep my shutter speed around one 200 of a second so that's something to remember and make sure you don't go lower than that because again it's gonna just ruin your images and it's gonna be a lot of problems um, afterwards and sometimes also what I've noticed is when you let's say if you don't shooting tethered and you just look at the back of the screen the images they don't look blurry but then when you put them on the screen all of a sudden this whole thing is blurry and you have to also remember that don't trust uh, the screen of the back of your camera because sometimes can fool you and doesn't show you exactly what it's really um, happening so keep that in mind that sometimes just because the image looks I would say sharp on the back on the screen you know that means pretty much nothing um, so the next thing is um, I want to talk about ISO my starting point is um, 100 and depends on the environment um, I'm going up or down um, usually you know I'm trying to stay around um, 100 to about 300 um, I never kind of like go beyond that or I can also have different uh, settings I can address to kind of compensate um, that so that's that's the kind of um, the way I work with that so the next setting I want to talk about it is white balance and this is also something which is tricky nowadays and a lot of people using different techniques um, um, so I want to talk about what I do um, again I'm, I'm setting this whole thing up manually and my white balance is set up to 5000 Kelvin because I've noticed um, that is the color of my light of this from the speed lights and sometimes depends on the, um, the the skin tone of the person I'm going up or lower or depends on the environment but I'm actually keeping my um, white balance around um, 5000 Kelvin and usually works really really well I don't any use any uh, color checkers and stuff like that um, I tried to didn't work the way I wanted um, and also I know my speed lights really well and I know that settings work really really well so basically you have to kind of also find 
the best um, white balance for the lights the type of the lights you are using match them and then you know it's, you're gonna be golden you can shoot and then even if you're gonna have some um, I would say differences or you know the white balance will be a little bit off you can always always address that in post-production so now I would like to talk about one of the last settings on my camera actually on my lens is the focal length and this is something also what I want to address because a lot of people are asking me about that and I think they're getting kind of this whole thing mixed up so um, let's start with um, information which is extremely I would say important all my headshots are shot between 160 and 200 mil um, and this is basically my standard setup. I don't use um, any other ones because I found that this compression on that focal length gives me the best results. So I've been getting a lot of questions like, can I shoot my headshots with, you know, 50 millimeter uh, lens or 80, 85 or even 105? Um, yes, you can. Um, but this is something which you have to figure out if this is work for you and the end results you're getting you're happy with because I was trying different lenses and, 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 and different focal lengths but I found for the type of work what I do and the images which you guys see on my work um, all my shots are shot um, between as I said 160 mil and, and 200 um, mil and um, I stick to it. Um, I found the images having nice compression. The face looks quite incredible. And um, I'm basically using that all the time because it works. Um, again, I don't wanna actually just create some kind of controversy about this, but this is the settings what I've been using when it comes to my lens uh, settings. So I'll leave it at this and I, I don't wanna dig into more um, if you guys have any specific questions you can always ask and we'll try to address that so the last um, settings I want to talk about my speed lights settings so because this is something which I've also been getting a lot of a lot of questions and basically um, again my all speed lights are set up manually and my standard and my starting point is one um, 32 of the power and there's few reasons behind that is first of all you don't want to go full power because when you start blasting someone with you know the full power it's not gonna um, it's not gonna kind of feel comfortable for the person um, another thing what I've noticed you're gonna be draining your battery like crazy um, they're gonna start getting overheated and all this stuff. So you wanna keep it at the level where um, you can continuously shooting and it's not gonna affecting recycling the, 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 the speed lights. And it, you can still maintain to do a lot of, lot of um, images. And um, the way I'm doing this, um, and this is gonna be kind of like really quick information, which also hopefully help you guys to setting this whole thing up. I don't set up all my lights at once. Um, I'm starting with my background light, take a shot, see what happens. Then, I do, I'm, then I'm actually moving on to my kicker light. And then the last thing is the main light. So I'm setting them up separately, but also I'm trying to kind of make sure that, um, you know, everything is kind of 
done in stages but for the main light the kicker light is as I said is um, 132 of the power and the, and the background light depends on the location or depends on the background I'm just going up or down from that um, 132 of the power so you have to figure out basically that the, the the, the, the environment first before you start kind of like you know making any adjustments so that's pretty much it um, I know I've been dragging and I've been trying to explain as much and I, I'm hoping this is gonna be a little bit um, helpful for you guys uh, don't get kind of intimidated by those by those settings I know there's a lot of lot of things which you can play with but this is just a kind of starting point with um, all my um, all my work and so you guys know what to look for and don't get kind of um, confused and, and and don't have those kind of false informations which just put you in the trouble and gonna make your life difficult so so that's something what I want to address in this vlog to help you guys out to don't get as I said um, overwhelmed with some of this information we're getting from manufacturers and we're getting from other photographers that we should do this or we should do that um, the best way also is try it yourself see what works see what doesn't and if it doesn't work and you have some issues um, again it's, it's, it's good to sit down and try to analyze what is the problem and how we can fix it and then just test it and basically see what's gonna work for you okay I'm not gonna bore you even more um, I hope that was interesting let's talk more if you guys have any specific questions please feel free to contact me I'll be more than happy to answer all your questions regarding that topic um, I know um, I'm, I've been receiving a lot of lot of questions regarding that so um, that's why I just want to address this and then help you guys I help you guys out to 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 have some kind of starting point with your um, headshot session. So stay tuned, thank you for watching, we'll be in touch very, very shortly, bye-bye.